Hello and welcome to A Pinch of Magic with me, Rebecca Newin. Today we are going to continue looking at setting intentions. So on Monday we looked at the importance of getting clear on setting your intention and the one question you had to ask. Yesterday we looked at how to, well, we really looked at soul vitamins, what I call soul vitamins, but particularly focusing on affirmations, how to say an affirmation that really gets you results and not just say them just as a like repetitive exercise that becomes a chore rather than an activation. So over the next few days, I want to share with you the next stage. So we've planted our seed, we've planted our intention in soil. We've nourished that seed, sorry, we've nourished that soil, which was the work we did yesterday. And then today, I'm going to show you how to move from having your intention, having it in the right soil to getting to where you want to go, because this is the part that most people miss out on. They say their affirmations, they know they have to release it to the universe, but they're like, but what do I do? (laughs) You know, we still have to do things. We still have to show up to allow these things to work. So I want to share with you something that I called cultivating the magical mind. Now, as I mentioned yesterday, I love acronyms. In my Witch Academy, I have umpteen courses, which are all acronyms. If you've ever read my book, Ditch the Doubt, in there, there's two practices, the sacred practice and the grace practice. Both of those are acronyms. And I'm going to introduce you to another one. Now, this is what I teach in the Witch Academy as a way to refer back to if your magic isn't working, whenever you're not getting the results that you want to be getting, it's like you have to check in with your magical mind, with mind being the acronym. So each day I'm going to talk about one of the letters. I was thinking of doing it in one go, but I think that might be a bit much. So I thought we'll just take take it nice and slowly, just introduce you to this concept of having a magical mind. As with any magic, it's really important that you have the right mindset. If you want your magic to work, you need what I call a magical mind. Without the magical mind, it's unlikely that your spells, your magic, your intentions will actually work. Or they may work, but it won't be consistency. Sorry, it won't be consistently. See, magic is more than just wishful thinking or hoping that something will come your way. When you set your intentions, you know, we do release them to the universe. We don't have to get hung up on the how. But it's not just a hope. This is a desire that you are bringing into being. We're directing your thoughts, your energy, your intentions and your actions so they are aligned and bringing your intention to you. When you name and claim what it is you truly desire, particularly when you name and claim the title of witch, you decide what you really want to hone your magic in. Your magical mind is one of the most important factors in your success of creating the change. Remember what I said about magic. Magic is the ability to create change. By having that mindset, by having that clarity of thought, we're going to be able to bring in what you want. It's not just enough to name your intention. You then have to align your your action, your energy, your resources with that intention to really bring it in. It's no good saying that, you know, even the best spell in the world, having the most expensive tools in the world, will not make it happen unless you have this magical mind in place. Your magical mind is the glue and the power that brings everything together for a successful magical practice. They're what's going to give you the momentum to 
bring this forward, to move you from that place of this is what I want to this is what I have. So just following these four steps in this acronym of MIND will really bring huge change to any intention that you ever set. So M, motivated. Okay, so to start with, you have to have a motivated mind. So M of mind being motivated. When you set your intentions or show up for your spell work, it's essential that you get clear on what's motivating your desire. Why is this intention, this spell, why is this change important to you? What's the outcome that you want to achieve? And really feel into how does your life and the life of those around you look and feel after you've been successful, successful in your magic, after you've achieved your intention. Is this something that you truly want or is it just something you think you should do? Something you think you should attain, another qualification, the career that you think you should do, maybe because of family expectations, cultural expectations. You've got to be motivated to make this happen. Does your desired outcome align with your values, with those core desired feelings, with who you perceive yourself to be, how you want to show up in the world, who it is that you're becoming? Understanding your motivation will add passion, enthusiasm and the essential emotional charge to your intentions and your spell work. That emotion makes the magic happen. It gives you the drive to keep going, to keep showing up and try again and again. So remember, we've been talking about recently that when you take action, quite often we feel, you know, our own inner mischief come up, other people's judgments and expectations. We suddenly become very aware of what other people think about our actions. When actually when we're motivated enough and we're like, yes, this is what I truly, truly want. This is really important to me that you can then take action in spite of your own fears, in spite of other people's judgments and expectations. But the motivation has to be there. Otherwise, you know, you're not going to be getting out of bed early enough to go and do what it is you need to do. You're not going to be pushing those boundaries, stepping out, having those big goals unless the motivation is there. Understanding your motivation grounds you into your reason for doing the work. It gives grounds you into why it is that you want to make changes, you know, become more disciplined perhaps in how you're showing up to, to start that new exercise routine, to learn that new skill, to have those conversations. It gives you the energy to overcome any potential challenges or obstacles that come your way. So what I would encourage you to do is to really feel into your why. Take a moment to write out your intention or the outcome you want from your spell work. And then on a scale of one to 10, how much does this outcome excite you? How much does it light you up, fill you up with your own passion and desire? One being, yeah, it would be nice. To 10 being like, woohoo, let's go, I'm doing this. You know, doing this, achieving this is absolutely what I want in my life right now. And then ask yourself three times, three, the magical number. Why is this important to you? So why is this important to you? When you get your answer, ask again, why is this important to you? And then ask a third time, why is this important to you? 
So why, why, why? Ask again and again, as because then you can really uncover your real motivation behind your intention and make sure that it is your own motivation and not a fear or expectation hiding in disguise. Again, when I work with people and their money issues, it's like, what do you want? Oh yeah, you know, I'd love to win the lottery. I'd love a million pounds. And it's like, why? Oh, because I could do all the things that I wanted to do. But why? And usually it comes down to actually they just want to feel safe and secure. Well, there are other ways that they could start immediately feeling safe and secure without winning the lottery, which is outside of their control. Yeah, so asking those three questions, why, 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 is really important. And then when you've established your true motivation, the next question you ask yourself, how does you having that intention, that outcome, how does that impact the world? And when I say world, it might just be the people around you because we cannot control other people. It can't be, oh, I want X, Y and Z to fall in love with me. I want, you know, to win the lottery. We don't really have control over those things. Okay, we want to make sure that what we're having amplifies our truth and doesn't negate anyone else's you know, what they would want for themselves. Now, maybe you do want to have that person back in your life, but why? Perhaps it's because you want love and connection. Well, ask the universe to bring you in love and connection, like this relationship I had previously, but better. Yeah, this or something better. Okay, so we don't want to be negatively impacting those people around us. And it's important to acknowledge that you having something does does sometimes impact those people around you. It reminds us that we are all connected. That doesn't mean you can't have what you want, but just be aware of how that does have an impact. If it's a positive impact and it motivates you, so maybe you do want that successful business, but actually the way that's going to help the world around you is you're going to be able to outsource and employ other people. You'll be able to take care of things, be able to... um, the, the example I always think of, there's two examples actually about money. And one is that when you have financial freedom, it actually brings you freedom of choice. And I always think it's like, I love flower crowns and clips for my hair. And I love to be able to buy them on Etsy. Now, could I get them cheaper on somewhere like Amazon? Absolutely, I could. But I like the fact I'm supporting a smaller business. Some, you know, some crafty person who's putting these things together with love and attention and buying them. And I don't mind paying that little bit extra, but because I have the money to be able to do that, I'm privileged to be able to pay that extra. And me, I can then choose to support another independent business. And it's the same. I often think about grocery shopping. If you have financial freedom, you can choose to go to your local farmer's market and support your local craftspeople who are making artisan cheeses or breads or, you know, freshly grown produce. If you don't have that freedom of choice, your option is to go to the supermarket and buy their own brands. And you don't have a say on where those, how, you know, where that product line has come from, the, the quality of the conditions of people creating that food. Now, that's not to say that that's wrong. That's just a reflection of like, what you have in your bank account at that time. But when you allow yourself to have more, when you allow yourself to have more money, you can then become a positive force in the world to consciously choose where you spend your money and how that's allocated. 
So think about that positive impact you can have on the on the world when you have your intention, whatever that may be. It should motivate you and it gives you more permission to have what you desire. So money's always one that you'll hear me talk a lot about because I work with a lot of people on this subject. But often people are like, oh no, I'm greedy. Or, you know, it might be selfish to have more than I actually need. But when we can reframe it to go, actually, I can ha- use it to be a positive impact in the world. Now, one thing I think about money, just as a bit of an aside, it's an amplifier. If you're a kind and generous person, having more money will make you extra kind and extra generous. If you're a bit of a meanie, <laughs> it's just going to make you more meanie, more of a meanie. So it's like, just feel into that energy. It's like, let yourself be motivated. But if it has a genuine negative influence on the world around you, which would be very rare, it also allows you to potentially refine your desired outcome. Okay, so maybe um, you want your best friend's husband or something. That would be a really rubbish intention to have, wouldn't it? Because, you know, that would destroy that family, your friendship, all sorts of things. So we don't really want that. But you could ask for having, you know, love and connection that you see modelled in other people around you. Yeah. Can you feel the difference? It's like, just check in with your motivation. Why do you want it? And when you go, why, why, why? You can get to the real motivation behind why you want it. So when you set your intention, you know your why, and then it's about staying motivated. So I often, you know, I I have a program called Moonmentum and we work with our intentions through the cycle of the moon. And so you would then look at staying motivated for that cycle of the moon. Yeah. But you might think, oh, I just want to get to this intention, whether it takes me three days or three months. And it's like, you need to stay motivated for that, that period of time. Of course, there are, will be some days when you won't be as motivated as others, but you still need to have that drive within you to keep you moving forward. So actions could include, you know, making, making a vision board based on the feelings and emotions that your outcome will bring. Now, when I say, I want to say vision board in quotes, because it's not your traditional vision board. It's more about creating something that when you see it, it ignites and reminds you of your motivation. You know, it's a live, it could be a living, breathing document. So it doesn't usually have like things on it, but it's like, how will you feel when you've achieved what it is you want to achieve? And let that be the motivation. It's like, oh yeah, this is what I want. The feeling, so it activates the feelings. One way I really like to do this is Pinterest. You know, if you're familiar with Pinterest, maybe you have an account and set a a secret board up and create a board that shows you your intention. How do you want to be feeling? What kind of things are you going to have in your life? How, How will you be dressing? What items will you have surrounding you? And create a Pinterest board. And the great thing about Pinterest is one of the reasons I find it quite overwhelming, but the great thing about it is it takes you down a rabbit hole. So you might think, oh, maybe you're looking for love. And you say to yourself, oh, when I find love, these are the kind of dates I want to go on, or this is the holiday we're going to have together. And you start like visualising that momentum, that motivation to keep you moving forward. And then you can add pictures of countries you want to visit together, date nights you want to go on, how your bedroom will look, a home that you might create together. And you can just add the images in. And then, you know, you might go back a couple of days later and go, oh, I 
don't really like that image anymore. And you just click a button and it's gone. So it's like a living, breathing vision board that you can connect with that's constantly moving you forward. And the thing about Pinterest that I was just saying that it's like a great thing and it's like, ooh, it's like you pick one image that you really like and then it shows you loads more similar. <laughs> and then you can just get lost down the rabbit hole of images that connect to something that you really want to to experience. So you can make a living, breathing vision board through the, the, the medium of Pinterest. You can create affirmations to remind you of your why and say them regularly throughout the day. So you haven't listened to yesterday's podcast when we talked about um, affirmations in detail. It's like, go back and have a listen to that, to stay motivated, to keep that soil really, you know, the, the, the seed that the soil that your seed is planted in, rich and fertile, is to go back and say those affirmations, to do your, to take your soul vitamins, to do the mirror work, all the things we discussed yesterday. To stay motivated, you need to prioritise working towards your desired outcome, to put time in your diary if necessary. You know, spend some time visualising your success, tap into those feelings, our feelings and our emotions are a powerhouse of activation energy. If you can keep connecting into that why energy, it's going to give you the impetus to overcome anything that is in your way. And then show up consistently that it becomes a habit. Show up with your soul vitamins, show up with your your affirmations, your visualizations, show up with every day I'm going to spend five minutes working on my, working towards my goal whether that's reaching out to someone, whether that's sending an email, whether that's, you know, getting your mindset right, whether that's connecting back in with your why. All of those little things move you forward so quickly that you won't even notice. It's like often people try to go between zero and a hundred. And like, if you imagine a ladder with rungs that are like six foot apart, any, any of us that are shorter than six foot are going to struggle to get up. But if you have the rungs that are what's the normal ladder, like six inches apart or so. It's like you can just go step, 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 step. And even though the steps seem tiny, the ground you're going to cover is going to be so much quicker than leaping for a rung that's six foot above you and like trying to scramble up. So stay motivated. What's going to keep you motivated? Maybe it is visually looking at Pinterest. Maybe it's hearing your affirmations. Maybe it's feeling your feelings. Get to know what works for you and connect to that regularly. Okay, so today we have covered M of mind, um, of your motivated mind. And then tomorrow, we're going to look at being intentional. So we start with M for motivation. Tomorrow, we're going to move on to I for being intentional. Okay, so let me know what keeps you motivated, what your intentions are, and how you you know, what is your why behind your intention? Is it enough to keep you motivated? Okay, so I'll see you again tomorrow.